Hello, Team DPS. My name is Javier Ibarra, Senior Manager of Public Relations for Denver Public Schools. Today on the Educa DPS podcast, we have our special guest, Angie McFall, from the office of My Spark Program here in Denver. Angie, welcome to the Educa DPS podcast. How are you today? Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm really well. I'm excited about the topic that we're going to discuss today because I think it's going to help out a lot of families. Angie, tell me about yourself. <laughs> sure. Let's do. Let's start with that. Sure. Well, thank you for having me. I am a former DPS staff member, so it is a real honor to get to be back. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, yeah, so I work for Gary Community Ventures, um, okay. and Gary Community Ventures was founded by Sam and Nancy Gary okay. um, in order to improve the kids' lives in Colorado and Denver area, and so I'm really excited to get to share one of the programs we're working on today. Who are they? Yeah, Sam and Nancy Gary um, are, well, Sam has passed away, and Nancy um, is uh, still a local mm -hmm. um, philanthropist who um, founded our work and has a, a great vision for Colorado being the best place to raise kids and families. I like that. So huge shout out to them and thank you for their contribution. About our topic today, we have something real special, which is after school programs. Here in Colorado, they keep our kids safe. They inspire learning and give working parents a peace of mind. Kids discover who they are and what they love to do and hopefully make smarter choices and avoid risky behaviors. My Spark Denver is a new program available to 4,000 DPS middle school students who are eligible for free and reduced price lunches. Qualified families will receive $1,000, I'll say that again, $1,000 restricted debit card to cover the costs of enrollment and participation in after-school youth programs throughout the 23-24 school year that goes into the summer of 2024. So Angie, can you tell us right off the bat, what is My Spark Denver? Yeah. So MySpark Denver is founded on the belief that the after-school and summer learning enrichment opportunities aren't nice to have, but must have. That those opportunities to connect with your peers, to connect with adult, an adult who sees you differently than your teachers or your parents, opportunity to try new things and explore what you're into and explore your passion, those are fundamental experiences to growing up. And we want those experiences to be available to all students in the Denver Public Schools. And we know that cost is a real barrier for a lot of families being able to access these experiences. And so um, MySpark Denver is really uh, an opportunity to put $1,000 into the hands of families who qualify for free and reduced lunch so that they can go access these after-school experiences just like other peers might. As a former DPS employee, you must remember our values mm -hmm. and one of them being equity. That's right. And so when I think of this program, I think of myself as a young student here at DPS, also on free or reduced lunch. Mm -hmm. And so I think about what the thousand dollars would have meant to not only myself, but to my family mm -hmm. to be able to afford some of the programming that I wanted to get mm -hmm. into, especially in middle school. That's where I really started to really take off in soccer mm -hmm. nice. and and in band, right? Yeah. I, I learned music in my middle school and I still play today. And That's so awesome. I think about how that would have helped uh, myself and really encouraged it. So these families are really gonna have a, a great opportunity. 
how do they qualify? Yeah, so all you have to do is be a middle school student in a Denver public school and qualify for free and reduced lunch. Then you're a qualified MySpark participant. The way you apply is you go on mysparkdenver.org and you can fill out a very brief application and then we process that application and send you your debit card. Real quick, why middle school? Yeah. A lot of folks are going to ask that. They're going to wonder, why not high school? Yeah. High school has uh, an impact too, or why even elementary school? Why middle school? What's the science behind that? I assume there is. Totally. Well, we think these experiences are important really for all students. So I, I don't want to say it's not important for elementary schoolers or high schoolers. Mm -hmm. But we started with middle school because of, just like you said, the research showing how important those years are for your identity development, for your opportunity, the, the need to connect to peers and adults in different ways. And it is a pilot program. So we're hopeful that the pilot um, shows really great outcomes and we're able to expand it. But right now we are starting in middle school. I'm glad that you mentioned that because when I start to think about the things that they can use this debit card for, and we'll get into that, it's some of the students who are looking to play professionally, right? Mm -hmm. They have mm -hmm. aspirations to play yeah. professionally. They're starting out younger and younger. When yeah. I think of some of the greats, right, right now, currently playing in, in the U.S., Lionel Messi, he was recruited to Barcelona at age 13. Yeah, yeah. And so 13 is a prime age for middle school. That's right. And so if, if you take anything from this, is that you got to start young. That's right. Well, and... I, you know, I'm the daughter of a high school football coach, so I um, deeply know the opportunities that my father was able to provide students, whether or not they turned pro, mm -hmm. right? Some of his high school students did go on to play um, wow. in college and pro, but the experiences you have, even if you're not going to become professional, are, the research would say are remarkable. It shows that students' mental health can improve, their connection, their sense of connection and belonging can improve, their academic preparedness and academic engagement improves. And so no matter what a student's path is after these programs, we mm -hmm. know that they have a ton of value in that moment too. Well, and I can attest to that. When I was playing soccer, I had to have a certain GPA and a certain attendance rate. Yeah. And so if I didn't go to class mm -hmm. or if I wasn't making good grades, I couldn't play. Yeah, yeah. And so that really instilled a sense of self-discipline yep. so that I could have good grades and still play. Exactly. Um, so what are some of the programs yeah. that students can use this debit card on? Yeah. Well, we have over 145 programs, so I can't wow. even tell you all of them now, but just to give you a sense, we have arts, we have athletics, we have dance, we have martial arts, we have tutoring and academics, we have astronomy, we have fencing, we have lots of things I'm not naming, but mm -hmm. the hope is that um, no matter what your student is interested in, we have an opportunity for their interests, and we're adding more programs every week, and so we want to make sure that we're trying to get as, as diverse offerings, knowing kids are interested in a diverse number of things out right. there. It's important to note for the families and the f people listening that this is a service that or an opportunity that you don't have to necessarily tie back to the school, right? If the school isn't offering your karate classes, mm -hmm. you can go find them. That's exactly right. Some of the programming is happening at schools and at rec centers, but some of them, actually most of them, are happening in small organizations throughout the city. And so, yes, there's martial arts and karate, there's swimming and cooking, and a lot of those are not necessarily happening in schools, but happening in our communities close by. Wow, what an opportunity so that you're not limited to just what your particular school is offering you. Really, the whole world, whatever mm -hmm. there's available for your student to learn, mm -hmm 
Are you said cooking? Uh -huh, yeah. You said uh, martial arts. Mm -hmm. I assume band. Uh -huh, I assume music. Yep. yep. Um, and we then you said tutoring. Yeah, that's right. We also have t um, tutoring providers. We know some families are and students are interested in getting a little ac extra academics. That's great too, um, and that's on as well. We're gonna set up these students, and by we, I mean you, right? Us together. <laughs> uh, for great success. That's I can, the idea. I can already see it. My next question for you is very important, and I think uh, all our families are gonna want to know is. Can you use my Spark Card on supplies and equipment? Great question. So your my Spark Card works at any of our 145 providers. So you can use your my Spark Card to sign up for your soccer class, and if that same provider is selling soccer cleats, you can buy it from them. Or you can sign up for your art class, and if that same art class provider is is um, selling art supplies, you can buy it from them. But you can't use the card at King Supers or Walmart or something like that to be able to your, buy your supplies at a separate store. No Target, no. No, it sporting doesn't work any of there. Yeah, mm -mm. and it's important for our families to understand that because that way the the funds are used for the programming. That's right. Right, which is often the barrier. That's right. right? That's right. I remember growing up I had soccer cleats. Yeah. But I didn't have the at the time ninety dollar registration. Mm -hmm. That's right? right. And that to me back then was a lot of money. Ninety dollars mm -hmm. mm -hmm. because gasoline was like a dollar fifteen. There you go. So That's ninety dollars right. was a lot, right? Yeah. What do I do if I don't see an activity that my child does or wants to be interested in? Well, we have a lot on there, right. and we're always trying to add new ones. So if there is an, an activity your child is interested in mm -hmm. and it's not on there, you should let us know again on mysparkdenver.org, and we will. We have a very responsive team. They will reach out to you and try to find out more about their interests, see if we know of an organization providing it, or mm -hmm. if you do, and we can bring them on board. Well, I assume that with over 145 different programs, mm -hmm. yeah. that there might be a second best choice, right? If I'm trying to learn underwater basket weaving and that <laughs> happens not to be one of the approved, I can go take karate if I have to, you know, I guess. Uh, hopefully kids have lots of interests. And that's the thing is we want kids to be able to explore those lots of interests. Right. We're talking with families who are um, maybe spending all of their dollars on soccer, but we're talking with other families who have a kid who has an interest in a few things. And so they're trying a few different things. And we, we want right. to promote and support different ways of approaching it. And I, and I just want to repeat that, right, for, for the folks listening, is that you don't have to use $1,000 on just soccer. You nope. can spread that out because soccer might be, for us, it was in the fall, mm -hmm. right? And so mm -hmm. in the spring, we had to do something different. Mm -hmm. I ended up doing karate. There you go. And so did karate and then soccer, band. So I was pretty involved, but that stuff kept me away from things, especially in middle school. Mm -hmm. When I was going to school, I noticed a lot that the world really opened up, yeah. right? And I noticed that a lot of my friends, unfortunately, didn't have a lot of opportunities to you know, stay away from risky mm -hmm. uh, scenarios, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. And so I think that for our students, especially our middle school students who need a lot of support uh, when it comes to, like you said, right, the data shows um, they're starting to understand a little bit of their freedom. Mm -hmm. They're starting mm -hmm. to develop uh, their character and personality you and, go. you know, uh, assume right from wrong. And so mm -hmm. I think this is very important for our families. So how many middle schoolers have we already approved? So we have room for 4,000. We have 1,500 who are already approved and a number who've already started applications. So mm -hmm. we encourage you to sign up soon if you're interested sure. um, to be able to get that card. 
SAS math says that's 2,500 students. But some applications are already in, and we're processing them as I speak. So you want to get in this. Get it in. That's right. Yes. So what do you expect to see as a result of MySpark? Yeah. What is the hope that comes out of that? We actually have a formal evaluation going because this is a pilot program and we really do want to understand it really, really well. The things that we're hoping um, and looking for in particular from the student side is what I said, that connectedness, mm -hmm. that sense of belonging, those kind of indicators of youth mental health and well-being are what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. From our families, we're hoping that they have a greater um, sense of ease and a greater sense of um, being able to provide for their students. And then for our providers, we're hoping that they are able to expand their offerings and serve new students really, really well so that together we have a very different ecosystem in our city serving students uh, in the after school and summer months. What is the positive message? Do you have an example, a story, mm. something that you've heard from people that have applied to the program and have begun to participate and they're really finding success in this? I could tell you so many, um, which is part of why this is so fun. I think, um, well, let me, uh, there's two that come to mind this morning. First, there was, I was standing at West Middle School <coughs> helping sign up students. Okay. And there was a, a young woman who came up to me and, and she was very quiet. At first, I couldn't exactly hear her. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, do you have boxing? And I did not expect that out of her. So we looked it up and indeed we did have boxing mm -hmm. and indeed we had it Great. near her home. Yes. And that's the type of example of something where her school didn't offer it, but mm -hmm. she was really interested in it, right. right? And she wouldn't have had the opportunity to do it otherwise, and now she does. And so that's the type of thing we want to unlock. There's another student who has already started her classes who was saying she was in basketball. And, you know, middle school can be stressful. It's sure. a hard time of life. A lot of change is going on. And she says, like, a lot of my day is stressful and is hard, but when I'm playing basketball, everything melts away. Right. And I just get to be me. Right. And I just get to be part of my team right and that is the type of experience we mm -hmm. want for all the kids in the city no matter what their thing is basketball boxing or anything else right, right? and so continuing to provide opportunities like that is what we think um, my spark will provide is there a dollar amount to the number of people that we're doing is it like a yeah so it's um four thousand fam or four thousand kids will have one thousand dollars so it's a four million dollars that'll be going out into our community as part of my spark I could not think of a better way to spend $4 million on our students. When I look at the research, right, and being involved in, in DPS, and I'm sure yeah. as a former DPS employee, yeah. you have this same set of knowledge, but when we invest in our children, we're investing in our communities, mm -hmm. right? And you hear right. that a lot. Okay. You hear a lot of folks say that, and I feel that because you've said that, people are kind of jaded to that, but it's true. Right, when you look at the research and well off communities versus mm -hmm. communities that are not, it's not because they have more police. Yeah. It's because they have more opportunities. That's right. They have more access right. to opportunities for those students. And right. so if you invest a thousand dollars today in a student, you are changing the trajectory of their life for the better. Yeah. Because now you're going to have a future boxer. That's right. right? A That's future right. basketball player. Yeah. I think of the future mm -hmm. Lionel Messi. And we're investing in them. And so all the programs that we talk about on this show, I mean, this one really excites me. So oh. thank you for, for joining us. 
Is there a final message that you'd like to give to our audience members? Well, if you are listening and you have middle schoolers in your life, we really encourage you to go to mysparkdenver.org and start your application. If you do not have middle schoolers that you know, but you know people who do, send it out. We want to get the message far and wide. And if you are just interested in supporting us, you can follow us on myspark underscore Denver on Instagram. We are going to continue to be able to tell stories and share what we're learning as well as continue to provide opportunities for families on that as well. Angie, real quick, before I let you go, what if our families don't have access to a computer mm -hmm. or no, or anything like that? Is there yeah. maybe perhaps a phone number that they can call and get some help with that? Absolutely, we do have a phone number. I don't have it off the top of my head. Maybe I can put it in the show notes, but I also, we have all of our middle schools that mm -hmm. know about this program. So if you can ask anyone at your middle school, mm -hmm. then they can help you. We also are doing kind of events where we help people sign up in person with paper applications mm -hmm. throughout the city as well. And those are on our website as well. Angie, it just so happens that I memorized the phone number. I'm glad you have it. The phone number is 720-807-0200. So for our audience, this will be on your screen, or if you're listening, uh, we'll put it in the show notes so that you can access this valuable information. So I want to thank you again, Angie, for coming on and talking about such a great topic for our community here today. This concludes our Educa DPS podcast. I wanna ask if our community members can please help us share this content with families, friends, and other community members, right? You might not have a middle schooler in your life, but you might know someone who has a middle schooler in their lives, and this might be valuable information. For more Educa content like this show and other stories, visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Denver Public Schools Plus. And you can also hear, listen in on our most popular podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Buzzsprout, and more. It is important for us to give credit to the people behind the scenes who contribute to the making of this and all GPS multimedia productions. Starting off with Bill Good, Chief of Communications, Will Jones, Executive Director of Communications for DPS, Scott Pribble, Director of External Communications, Selena Nakamura, Director of Internal Communications, Don Pierce, our executive producer and videographer, Beto Gaitan, multimedia lead producer and the host of this show, Educa in Spanish, Hannah Young in charge of our social media, Georgia Alexander, our Bond and Mill Levy communications specialist, April Spites, our graphic designer, Katie Hamilton, strategic comms specialist. A very special shout out to our DPS educators. That includes you <laughs> because you. you are also <laughs> a DPS educator. Uh, you never left. That's right. Um, to our students and to our parents. A big thank you to Dr. Alex Marrero, proud superintendent of Denver Public Schools for supporting Educa and all other platforms. This has been yours truly, Javier Ibarra, Senior Manager of Media and Public Relations, as well as the Educa host in English. Please remember to tell your children more often, Angie, I need your help with this. Let's do this together. All right. I, I believe, believe in you and I know you can, can do it. it. Until next time.